Hey guys, so um, I had the honor of uh, speaking with uh, Nightclub and Bar, which is uh, Nightclub and Bar show is a gigantic um, conference that's put on um, in Las Vegas. And uh, these guys uh, published one of my blogs um, and then we did an interview at Mama's Own Half Show in Canton, which is one of my clients. And this is the interview and there's a lot of really good information in here if you're a restaurant owner or even a business owner. Uh, about handling negative reviews. Um, so I really want you guys to hear this. And if you know somebody that could get value out of it, have them take a listen, share the link with them. And I uh, hope you guys enjoy. This is the Bad Reputation Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes on your smartphone or tablet. Featuring the most up-to-date reputation management, social media, and entrepreneurial information on the web. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Todd Collins Official. And now, the host of Bad Reputation, the reputation rock star, Todd Collins. In three, two, one. Todd Collins, CLO of Restaurant Reputations. He was at our conference this past March. Uh, just had an absolute packed room talking about reviews, how to handle your online presence, brand reputations. You've been here to bring it back online to give you guys the tips uh, to run your business successfully. It's going to be a big weekend, so we kind of want to do a prelude and bonus day by having him here live to answer your questions. So if you are. Uh, Live, say hey, wave to us, uh, just make sure the sound's okay. Um, that, that, I mean, Todd, first off, congrats on the member of the year from the Maryland Restaurant Association. Yep, thank you. You want to give a quick introduction of who you are and how to kick off some of the questions you all submitted this past week? Yeah, absolutely. So, again, uh, as Jeremiah said, Todd Collins from restaurantreputations.com. Um, we are uh, basically a software company and a digital agency that helps restaurants kind of mitigate their reputational line. Um, as well as very good social media from the standpoint of keeping you guys in the know of what works for restaurants, what works for bars, what works for nightclubs from that standpoint, um, and just kind of keeping you guys up to speed, but at the same time educating you guys on how to deal with the negatives and how to generate the positives, if that makes sense. So, um, but yeah, the, the award was awesome, and uh, I think you saw my thank you speech, it was really just all about the restaurants that help us get there. I mean, it has nothing to do with me, it's, it's all about them. It's a hospitality business, so we love that, that mindset. Um, we actually posted an article on nightclub.com earlier this week where Todd gave some insights into the reviews. So today when you're deep dive the next 10-15 minutes, um, please submit your questions as you guys are watching. Um, let us know kind of what your questions are. We have about 10 that got submitted. Um, and the thing about reviews is, you know, you can only really control what people, how you respond. Right. So I think there's like, you know, a small upside to controlling what they say. There's a very big downside if you do it wrong. Right. So I think first, when, when should a person respond? What's the mindset that should be in when they kind of go about responding to a negative review? You know, for me, you should always respond. There should be no reason for you not to respond to any type of review. Um, and I think that's where a lot of people kind of get lost in translation. Like instead of more or less talking about responding to the negative review, we should be responding to the positive reviews like 100% of the time. So a perfect example is we're, we're at Mama's on the Half Shell in Canton, Maryland right now. Great place if you guys come to Baltimore, come to Mama's on the Half Shell Canton. Great, awesome place. Oyster, self shell crabs, I mean, it's just unbelievable. Regardless of that, they get a lot of positive reviews. So our agency, we respond to all the positive reviews. That customer comes in the door and they spend, let's say, $50, $60 while they're here or more. And 
they take the time and leave a positive review, we gotta thank them. Like, if we were general manager and we walked past that person and they were like, we got this question, they're amazing, thank you so much, we ignored them. I mean, that's like craziness, right? All my behavior, all my behavior should marry each other. They absolutely pop, like, 100% should be marrying up with each other. And then from a negative standpoint, this is kind of where people, they, they run. They run from the negative, right? They're like, well, if we engage, we're going to have an issue, right? We're, like, we're, we're going to be putting a fuel on the fire and things like that. And that is like, not the case at all. What you need to look at from the standpoint is when you respond to a negative review, it's for the next person who sees how you handle that situation, right? It's not, for, it's not necessarily for the person that left the negative review. It's, for, it's, to, it's to let that future customer know, hey, look, we take criticism. It is what it is. But we also respond to it, acknowledge it, and move forward. And that's something where a lot of restaurants they're afraid to respond because they're afraid to put them on fire and just, you just can't be that way. Not in this day and age, it doesn't work. Yeah, well let's talk about, uh, first off, you mentioned some of the sites that you think about. Yeah. Google, Facebook, Yelp. Uh, I think some people think those are the only three, yeah. and there's a lot more. Sure. So can you talk about some of the benefits of one, monitoring all these channels, and then kind of the approach of just maybe not responding to every single thing on every single channel, might be a little hard for a smaller staff, but there's some big ones you gotta look at. Yeah, I mean, monitoring them is great, right? I mean, and there's a lot of companies out there that can help you monitor them, so there's a big difference between re reputation monitoring and reputation management. So from a monitoring standpoint, you wanna know what's going on know you want to know what's going on there, right and you need to know on a daily basis like what happened that day so from a standpoint of like we talk I talk about the big three always if you look at the bloggers you know yep. Facebook Google and, um, and uh, Yelp now here's the thing one thing that I noticed about Yelp is this Yelp is really for Yelpers Facebook and Google are for everybody and that's one thing that you need to focus on you need to really focus on the Google My Business reviews you gotta really focus on the Facebook reviews you gotta really focus on the Yelp reviews but not but not as much as you think you should TripAdvisor is a massively mass, especially for nightclubs and bars especially in places like Vegas yeah. Right? And, destination. Uh, and, and destination areas. Yeah. TripAdvisor should be your number one focus, right? And from the monitoring standpoint, you're able to see, okay, if I'm running 4.5 on Facebook, I'm running 4.5 on Google, but I'm running 4.2 on TripAdvisor, we know that TripAdvisor needs to be our focus for the next maybe 30, 60, 90 days. So that's the great part about monitoring, right? But from the reputation standpoint, it's all about managing all of those accounts all in one place and being focused on, you know, the ones that are maybe the pain points, but not taking any focus away from, from the good ones. Uh, so now I'm talking about we're monitoring. Let's talk about actually responding. Yeah. The negative view comes in. It's a one star. It, it's, it rips apart the restaurant and the management or the staff. And some of you can tell, some of you can't. So talk about, again, what is the best approach when thinking about how to respond to a customer? Maybe how to you know make them feel heard without maybe validating every concern because not every person can be an expert food critic. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what Yelp feels like. Everybody's now an expert food critic, and that's not really the case, right? Yeah, absolutely. So what I always say is this: look, an acknowledgement is better than anything, right? If you ignore it. The future consumers, the assumption there is that you just don't care, right? Yeah. I, don't, I don't care about the, what yeah. this person says, so I'm just not going to respond to it, um, which is the wrong way to do it. And it kind of goes back to the point that I made when I said uh, that we need to respond to every single review. However, the first sentence in every negative review response should be an apology. Just get it out of the way. Like the apology should be the first sentence. And this is and this is why I say this. If you reverse engineer and look at when you look at public reviews about, let's say, a restaurant, a bar, a nightclub, and you read the responses, you're only reading the first maybe two sentences of it. You're not gonna read the full orange straight response, right? 
The other big thing is, is that when you respond in an emotional way, right, and you have that long response, that's the type of stuff that gets you in trouble. Not the negative review, but what you say in the response is what puts you in that situation in the first place, right? So my thing is always first sentence, apology, acknowledgement, and then at that point, invite them back. Give them a communication standpoint to be able to get back to that person. So whether it's a phone number, an email, a general email, something like that, um, so then you can track how many people are interacting with you. Look, a lot of these people are not gonna respond back to you. But if you get one to 2% of those people who respond back to you, you can get them back as a loyal customer, you're not leaving money on the table. And that's what a lot of restaurants don't realize. Based, their assumption is, they didn't like us, they're not coming back. Wrong. If you can work hard to get that person back, that is so much money that you can leave on the table at the end of the year, your P&L statement will look completely different. I think another point too is not every review is going to be a one star, right? Sometimes right. there's three or four stars where they give you a lot of compliments, but then you know one or two things kind of detract from the experience with the full five stars. Sure. So I think sometimes the responses that we see that we really encourage you know, from our uh, partners is when they see that, they call out the good things again. They repeat that. And this is free SEO. You're kind of saying, I want you for the crab things, they're amazing, and the wait was really long. Say, hey, great, we're really glad you enjoyed the crab And you guys will be back a few words into your response, and then kind of get into, hey, I'm sorry that the wait was long. We'll look at maybe staffing more and working with our management team. But acknowledge it. So is that enough, like a key point of dealing with it and figuring out what those key words are and adding it to your SEO practice? Yeah, absolutely. So, Google, I mean, Google has the ability to do that, but you want to, you want to look at your trending keywords, right, that are used in specific reviews and trending keywords that are looked at from the standpoint of search, right? So, like, who's searching us and what are they using to search us when they're looking for Google? Because when it comes to Google, right, when we want to learn something or we want to go find something, we Google it. When we want to go watch and hear something, we YouTube it, right? So that, that's, that's kind of how we educate ourselves nowadays. Now, on the flip side of that, when we're doing those positive review responses like you were just talking about, fitting those specific keywords in, positive review response should always add an, an additional keyword. So like if they had a really good crab cake sandwich, salt yep. crab, cake, uh, crab cake sandwich, don't forget to also come and try our oysters yeah. at Mama's on the Half Shell, right? Yep. So you're using the you're using specific things like oysters, Mama's on the Half Shell, salt crab, right? And you're using the name of the business in the positive review response. That type of keyword use and positive review responses will help you dominate that local area of your restaurant and I call them bar. And that's why responding to reviews is so important. Don't believe me, Google that, and it'll, Google will literally tell you that's what they want you to do, right? I mean, Google's looking to grow this business. They want to encourage you to use it, they want business to use it. They will give you the secrets to, to how to use it. Yeah. They're not like other sites when they really want you to pay to kind of get your good news to the top, yeah. and that one's off. Like, so, I mean, Google's not what they are. They're a behemoth, and, and then what they us is they give us the tools to use the platform. Responding to reviews will never hurt your business. Yeah. It will only help your business. And so, it's very, very, very seldom for me do I come across a business owner that goes, you know, we just don't believe in responding to reviews. And, and really what I say is I'm just like pontificate on that. Explain it to me a little bit better and then the explanation is never good. Exactly. It's just never a good explanation. Again, offering here. If someone walked up to you and said, I really did not enjoy my, my time here, would you just turn your back and walk away? Or right. do you ask them why? How right. can I improve it? What can we look to, to get you back into the restaurant? Mm -hmm. um, well, let's talk about competitors for a second. I think sometimes the rankings and the stats, sometimes people think they're getting juked or, or misplaced. 
So what do you what do you do if you think your competitors are trying to tank your score or people are trying to you know manipulate the system and take you down? Is there a way to respond to that and think about you know or, and try to figure that algorithm out? Yeah, I mean, well, it's it's not really about figuring out an algorithm. It's about having a process in place. So from a competitive standpoint, everyone that's part of the reason why you should always go and look at these review pages and kind of get familiar with them, read their terms and conditions. And what you'll find is most of the time when you flag a negative review, that competitor side or former employee side is there. It's there for the flagging. Now, a great tip and trick to this, and I think I put it in the bottom of the blog from a bonus standpoint, is copy that actual um, terms and condition um, use of, of, of the actual you know conflict of interest or whatever it is, paste that into your notes, your comments to what you're doing when you're flagging the review, post that in there and then give your reasoning, you have a much, much better chance of getting the review removed. But to kind of go on top of that, when you're flagging a review from a competitor, okay, don't respond to the review for 72 hours. Now, this is why I say this. If you were apologizing, right, let's say we can't get the review removed, if you were to apologize and put a response up for a negative review while you're trying to get the review removed, that makes no sense. You're almost, it's almost an omission of guilt by responding while you're trying to flag it and have it removed, right? So the trick is you want to give yourself some breathing room, give yourself a three-day waiting period, Go in, look at it. If it's an unsubstantiated, malicious slanderous, conflict of interest, former employee type of thing, flag the review, give it that 72 hours, let the review page um, you know, discover it, say, hey, look, this is against our terms and conditions, and let it go, right? And it'll come down. If it doesn't come down, that's when you come up with that suggestion review response and go on there. And that's really how you handle it. It's that simple. Good point. Uh, let's give a quick shout out to the joining Frank Poppins. Hey, how are you doing? Uh, a lot of Tuesdays joining. Welcome, guys. Uh, again, we're going over how to handle negative reviews in your bar and dining restaurant. So again, we keep our posts on the social channels. How do we handle the conversation and manage over 10 minutes? Normally, our response. Uh, so let's talk about uh, who should we respond to. What is the way to train staff to respond if it's not the owner operator and you're delegating to your GM, to your public house? What is that training process that you have to your Yeah, so it's it's kind of a two-prong process, right? So one of the processes that we instill is we sit, we actually sit down and we meet with the restaurant, right? We explain to the restaurant pretty much how important reviews are to this business doing well, how important um, the exposure of the brand is to the public, as well as that they're going to make more money. The better the reviews the restaurant is, more people are going to come, more money they're going to make, more people are going to make, right? So that's how this all kind of like plays together. So one of the things that we do is we create a review portal. Once again, it's in that blog, so go check that blog out. I give you an example of what that looks like. We create a review portal, and instead of letting our customers choose where to go to leave their opinion, we drive them to a page that's owned by the business to then either get a positive review or intercept a negative review, right? And then there's a couple other partners that we have, like ZenReach is a great partner of ours, and the number one East Coast partner um, for um, But we use, a perfect example is like Mama's, right? They have free Wi-Fi that they get to their clients or the customers that come into the door, when they do that, we then they connect using Facebook um, or their email address. We're collecting data about the customer, we're giving them our Wi-Fi, and then at that point, when they leave, we can either intercept a negative review or we can generate a positive review. So there's a lot of really great kind of key points in that process that are gonna help the business just do much, much better online. Those types of processes are important. So if 
Elaine comes over and she meets with these people and at the very, very end of the meal she gives them a review card that says Mama's on the have or Mama's Reviews.com tell us how we did it. Not leave us a review, tell us how we did. And they go to that page and they leave a positive review and we're able to get that or we're able to intercept that negative review. So all those types of things and having those processes in place are only going to help your business look better online. They're not going to hurt you. But it's about management, instilling that and making it work. Yeah, great, great advice. Um, I guess we're coming near the end here. Let's do uh, one last question. Uh, actually, this is more for you. Uh, what's the nightmare scenario that you dealt with recently that kind of came up the other side for better? I tell you about all my nightmares. Yeah, so many. I'm trying to think of a really, really good one. Um, should I tell them the one about the social media side? Or should I do more like review yeah. social media side? Yeah, I think that'd be good. Yep. So this is a little bit, this is more, again, we're talking about reputation management, but this is more uh, social media ask than it is review, right? So a uh, restaurant has a, uh, has a, want a clean their kitchen out. I mean, a good restaurant, obviously, is going to clean their kitchen, they're going to do a really good job of that, and they usually do that in the evening, very, very early in the morning. When they do that, they have employees that are back there. Now, phones are a big issue and a big problem from an employee standpoint when you're inside a restaurant, right? So all phones should be collected, put away, nobody has them during the the time that they're working right Well, while this particular restaurant was cleaning their kitchen, one of their employees shot a bunch of photos and it made the kitchen look really bad, really dirty, really kind of messed up. They were cleaning it, right, exactly. But perception is reality, right? So uh, that person was then let go months later and then released those photos online saying this is the type of kitchen, this is what this place looks like, this is payback from the employee, and this is what the restaurant looks like from a situation of behind the house, right? And what was it true? Did that go viral? Well, yeah, it went viral. I mean, absolutely. I mean, it's 2,000 likes within like 20 minutes, wow. shares, things of that nature. Um, and of course, we were able to help kind of facilitate that and get it taken down because it was unsubstantiated, it was malicious, it was slanderous. Um, and it, it, the biggest thing being that it was unsubstantiated, right? Yeah. These were just photographs of just what they were doing. How you handle that situation is completely up to you, but that's what you really need to do. So. Nightmares, this is, this is kind of what I'm talking about. Sometimes the customer is not the nightmare, sometimes it's the employee. Yep. So you have to have these types of processes in place for your business um, to protect it. And I can tell you this, you know, I'm 40, you're probably younger than I am. The situation comes out of this, is that the, age, the ages of our age group and below get ready. Because everything that they do, every decision that they make, every like every post job that they go, all that type of stuff, we're looking at everything online when we make our decisions. And you absolutely have to make this a part of your business, just how it is. Whether you use us or you use somebody else, doesn't really matter. You've got to make that process a part of your business. Absolutely. Todd, I really appreciate you taking the time today. Yeah, so there's a uh, tuned in. I uh, appreciate you guys taking the time out of your, out of your Friday. Uh, we will be back next week with uh, Chef oh, Brian Duffy. You guys should know him. Yeah, food and beverage. Love Brian. Awesome. So he's going to be an awesome we're doing a menu review. So if you have a menu that you want us to review, send it to us. Nightclub.com. You have links on the website. Uh, and we'll read it out loud. Uh, until then, enjoy your weekend, guys. Thank you. a Todd Collins official production in conjunction with Platinum Reputations. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Todd Collins Official or visit us at www.toddcollinsofficial.com. Want to be on the show or become a sponsor? Message us on Facebook and tell us why.